right. Good morning, folks. Happy Friday. Welcome back. And it's time for Drive Time Friday. We'll wrap up some of the things that are going on around the world. And, of course, as always, uh, a little bit about what it means, as if it wasn't increasingly, I guess you'd say, undeniable at this point. But uh, we, as um, as I hope at least, we have um, uh, the regular crew online. We've got uh, Dr. Jeff Price Stupa, who is a bit north of me, at least for the time being. And... Um, David Justice, who's also a bit north, but not quite as far. And in any case, guys, uh, let's go to David first. Howdy, David. How are you doing? Good morning. Well, good good morning. Um, fascinating time to be alive. Every once in a while, I have to, you know, check in and just realize that this is, I think, the most exciting time to believe uh, to be alive and the most terrifying time to be alive. Anyways, good to be alive, Jeff. <laughs> I agree. Greetings, guys. Got about a little dusting of snow up here. I guess more's on the way. Wow, was that a week already? Man, the time is flying by. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, it's amazing. I guess if I was to look at the news this week, um, you know, we have more of what we've been seeing, more war. We'll, I'm sure, talk about that a bit. More uh, economic meltdown, more disruption of shipping and the supply lines around the world. That's intentional. Goes along with the war and rumors of war part. But um, I guess if there's a theme that, that kind of leaps out at me, it's uh, so many lies that we've been told for so long, and um, more and more. Scripture promises that those things that are hidden that are hidden will be revealed, and we're seeing that, and we're seeing it in so many areas. Uh, the invasions. Um, I'll start with this one because I, I don't think it's on anybody else's radar. If you guys hadn't seen it, it was kind of interesting. Remember the the fellow that was dressed up uh, uh kind of weird in uh, red, white, and blue and a and a fuzzy hat looked like a red, white, and blue Santa Claus. He was called the Q Shaman. That was arrested. His name is J- Jacob Chansley, and uh, he was sentenced to uh, 41 months in the Gulag. Turns out that there was a video that was hidden from the people and the uh, trial uh, people, uh, the the uh, the sycophants there weren't allowed to see it in which he is reading the tweet from President Trump and tells everybody, stay peaceful and um, go home. And um, isn't it funny? That's the kind of stuff that they just don't want folks to see, so they sentenced him to jail anyway. Uh, uh, you had something that sounded like, uh, uh, Jeff, go ahead. Was that the Buffalo Man? Yeah, yeah. The, they call him the Q Shaman in, in a lot of the press. But Jacob Chansley's his name, and um, it was. I, I watched the video. It's kind of interesting. Uh, he he read the tweet on a megaphone. He was standing there by the Capitol doors. This is a guy who was invited in, literally given a tour by the Capitol Police. He asked, "Is it okay if we come in?" And they took him in. And uh, I don't know. Uh, the whole thing basically just stinks to high heaven. It's, it screams. This was not only a setup. They are looking for people to hang up in effigy. Uh, go ahead, Jeff. Well, they, they could use Hunter for that, I would think. He's, he's protected, don't you know? You can do all the horn and crackhead uh, stuff you want if you've been uh, giving your cut to the big guy. And that seems to be the only thing that matters. Yes, well, I think that's what we mean, Mark, is that we've got Hunter walking around uh, with the evidence uh, against him, the Wiener laptop, the evidence against all these people, and we take a guy who goes to the Capitol building on a on a holiday on, to to rep to express his First Amendment rights, and they've been these people are being brutalized in these in this jail. They're being inhumanely treated. We we can't get some guys there to bust them out. I mean, 
Yeah, put a story out. Hey, the, hey, Trump's guys came and stole the prisoners. Bad on them. Yeah. But, well, you and- know, really, these people are being. I'm just saying, it just shows the two sides: no justice and injustice. You bet. And and the truth is, I I I couldn't believe the that double Trump standard didn't pardon we're going to them. talk about. I'm sure. Yeah, I couldn't believe Trump didn't pardon them when he had the opportunity. But um, then um, they would have probably yeah. lied about stuff just the same, regardless. Uh, David, you got anything, or you want to change gears? Where, where are you at? No, I'd like to just throw in on that. You know, the it, it, it's really, really, really important that we distinguish that they're lying because that's a tactic in their in their warfare. Okay, Mossad has this uh, motto: "By deception, we make war." Um, if if you've read. Um, uh, Five, uh, five G warfare by General Flynn. You'll, you'll come to understand that we are in an age of delusional warfare, sleight of hand mocking. All of these are, are warfare tactics to keep the people subdued while it buys them time to, to set up their, their new financial system. So all these things that we're seeing, it's, it's all to, to keep us distracted inside this warfare that they have to win because if they don't, it's the end of their world. Their world will end. And so they have everything to gain and nothing to lose by engaging in these 5G warfare tactics. And that's what we're witnessing. And, and that's why it's interesting and fascinating and, and every, everything that I can imagine uh, is terrifying as well, Mark. Okay, well, let me throw out one more story. This is one that I, I think if we don't get to it now, we probably won't, but it fits into the category of things that they lie about and uh, try to hide from people. And uh, on, on the other hand, they're just plain – I would go be they're, – they're beyond idiotic. This is beyond insane. And um, if you remember Little Red Riding Hood and the Big Bad Wolf, and uh, all of us are in Colorado, so we're, we're closer to where this is playing out, and maybe you guys had heard about it. Um, story from the Daily Mail, of all places, out of the U.K., about how they're releasing wolves. Yeah, that's the kind that eat little kids and, and animals and that were eradicated um, by and large because of the fact that they were deadly predators a 100 years ago. They're releasing them in Colorado because it's not good enough that they kill people in Denver. They want to try to bring their, uh, their export, their insanity to the rest of the country. And um, the story basically is about ranchers in Wyoming who are saying, all right, well, you idiots may protect these damnable things down in, in Colorado, but any of them cross the border up here in Wyoming, we're going to shoot on sight. And that's essentially what is going on. So um, the, Wyoming, the Wyoming ranchers at least aren't putting up with it. And, uh, there's, and, and, you know, if I was a rancher, and I am, I would say, what kind of stupidity is this that says, hey, we're going to send predators to kill your stuff on your land? Oh, well, if they're not officers sent hither to harass our people and eat out their substance, uh, they're dangerous animals that will kill your kids at the same time. Go ahead, Jeff. You're, you're closer, actually, to at least some of the release sites up north than we are here. From I, I don't want to give the rural uh, people of America uh, any. I don't want to. There is a feeling that if there is a predator uh, on your land and attacking your property, your sheep, that if you see it, <clears throat> whether it's a coyote or a bigger coyote, uh, it's going to be met with the way that you have to deal with predators, whether it's a mountain lion or a bear. Uh, it doesn't matter. And the people, I, from what I gather out here, 
are going to just do what they've always done, protect their property, protect their way of life, and they're not going to find the bodies. There's, there's a, years That's and years ago, we, I've told They this. can say all they want, but the truth of the matter is, is that when the rubber hits the road, uh, common sense is going to prevail. And I think that what we should do to let the good people in Aurora know what they've done is that we should get up, we should box up a good load of coyotes and bring them over to Aurora. Let a couple hundred coyotes loose in Aurora. Uh, yeah, or downtown. Just to Denver. give a taste yeah. of the experience. It's, Call it's, wolves light for it, the city. You know what's funny, Jeff, is these are the same people that will say, "How dare you risk infecting me with your COVID?" You had the, uh, the the double diaper wearer basically saying, "Don't bring your COVID here. I'm going to mandate that you take the Zyklon B injection." So because they're afraid that you might have a booga booga germ, they want to lock you up, mask you, and uh, put you in a uh, essentially a little jail gulag. And yet, they're more than happy to release predators to come out here and not only kill your animals, but arguably kill your kids, too. These are dangerous creatures, and they have had a long history, as folklore will demonstrate, that um, this is, uh, again, insane doesn't quite cut it. Uh, uh, David, go ahead. Well, you know, the other really dangerous creatures are these illegal immigrants being, you know, the invasion force yeah. coming up from the south that's infiltrating the cities and... And you know, we, we remember the Cliven's strategies to, to burden the system to a point where you destroy it because it can't keep up. Well, that's what's happening. And so yeah, they can turn wolves loose off, you know, loose in the rural area because, you know, they need to create problems in the rural areas too. And you know, what's, what's really the thing that's really difficult for everyone to get their mind around, they're using the law. <clears throat> to get these things done. Of course, and it's because not really of people's law. respect for the law, the people are feeling par- par- paralyzed because, you know, we're, we're feeling, well, the law, and, and so the law is getting in the way of people acting. And what we failed to realize is, you know, there's a time when, when law ceases to be law. It, it begins to be the control measures of a criminal syndicate. And so the law ceases to be the law. They've already violated the law that, that was entrust, we entrusted to them through the Constitution to, to facilitate and to administer. But the, now they're using the law as a weapon against us. And so inside this 5G warfare, they're using our respect and love for law and order, America, a nation of laws. They're using that against us. They're using Romans 13 against us. They're using all these tactics against us to keep us paralyzed. Once we realize it, though, we need a revolution, but a kind of revolution that it will expose these people. So exposure is the, is is our best uh, uh, weapon. And so as we're as they're going through the gyrations of pretending to be government, when in fact they're an invasion has been staged. All we need to do is realize that, and the more of us that realize that, the less powerful they become. And realization comes through actualization, as we talked about last week, and and, and acknowledging that we are at war. Mark. Okay. Well, you know, one other. David, comment. I wish. David, I wish I. I'll go. Go ahead, Jeff. Da- David, I wish I. David, I wish I could grant you that, brother, but I can't. It's what you just said is falsified by the Epstein list. It's falsified by Hunter's computer. No, it's not. Not about being revealed. It's been revealed. It's been exposed. That's not enough. Obviously. 
That's all I want to say. It's obviously not true. And as you were saying, we lose the law when it becomes tyrannical, when it no longer is representational. According to John Locke, it is no longer valid law. Well, that's the point I was going to make. When they no longer represent us, they lose the right to tax us. So this whole thing, that when, when we've lost representative government, our government is rogue at every level, and there we are. They are stuffing this nation with our enemies amongst us. They are sequestering foreign agents among us. That's mentioned in the Declaration of Independence, I believe. Uh, well, King yeah. George was doing that. Uh, that sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. I agree. And, and uh, you know, the point is, and, and this is uh, something I've talked about a lot on the Come Out Here My People show, um, when we use the term law, we do ourselves a disservice because what they're doing is not law. A yes. law in violation of the Constitution is no law. A law in violation of the uh, the supreme law of the land is no law. It's a fake masquerading as law. Jefferson, in that same declaration, called it their acts of pretend legislation. And it's not. And, uh, you know, we, again, we need to call it what it is. You can call it a lie. You can call it uh, treason. But it sure as hell isn't law. And uh, when they do things that are intended to kill you, you need to recognize that doesn't have the force of law either. They don't have the right to, to demand that you kill yourself or your children or even use somebody else's money taken by force to force you to do it. So, um, you know, those are all the kind of things that we need to point out. Um I guess from there, um, you know, um, let me go back to David. Did you have well, some place? Just, me, oh, yeah. go ahead. If, yeah, yeah. If I, if I may, I, I'd really like to jump in. You know, they need our consent. They need our buy-in. They need our cooperation. Now, the, the, they're supposed here's to. The, here's the, here's truth. the truth. No, they no, do. They, they they need it. And, and let's. I, I look forward to this conversation. The Federal Reserve System. In 1913, came in and corrupted the money. You know, so the whole financial, economic, everything since then has been been being manipulated by a private organization. And we're living in the time when that the fruition of that is a global economic system. Okay, so the seed was planted. The soil was the was liberty in America to basically. Get away with anything you want to as long as you can bribe politicians and, and keep the pulpits in the dark about what's going on. And so we live, we've been, our parents lived, our grandparents have been living under this delusional financial system ever since. It's private. The objective is to get total control over every transaction that happens on this planet. When I say, Jeff, when we, we what needs to happen is is awareness that that's their agenda and awareness that that's where they're going so that we don't cooperate we don't buy in we don't give them our consent to go, to go along with so that so so the first the first place we've got to get mentally is that we're at war against someone that wants to kill us you know it'll be it'll be real when when our neighbors die in in a in a SWAT uh, circumstance or or when 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 these illegal immigrants decide they want to just take your house it'll it'll start being very real then and it is very real that we'll likely see that this year. All right. So, so the first problem that we have is denial. 
that this has actually happened. So, Mark, or Jeff, I agree with you. Yeah, people are, are, are seeing it, but they're, they're so stuck in their denial. They can't bring themselves to realize, folks, it's over. Uh, the America you thought you were living in doesn't exist anymore. And we are at an internal and even global manipulative intellectual mental war going on right now and it will become physical but the first thing we have to do is is distinguish whose side are we on and how is this war fought and and tactically what can we do and those answers um are really what need to be addressed go ahead mark well i'll let jeff weigh in he may have something he wants to add Well, you know, we're certainly not uh, along the same lines. We're looking at the jab, and we learned this past week, this is a new show, we learned this past week, for example, that they were targeting uh, the red states with the bad batches. Of course. Why not? Did you see that? You kill your enemies first. So I'm wondering that. I'm wondering if the good people of Colorado kind of in a weird way received a blessing because they have a homosexual governor. I wonder if our, our, uh, blue governor kept us red people from getting the va- the bad vaccine here in Colorado. And that's a little bit of irony. Uh, I think there were plenty of people that got the bad you stuff understand in Colorado. What I'm saying? Oh yeah, yeah, but there were plenty of people that got the bad stuff here. Besides, it's not that um, it's not that they didn't. Um, bear in mind that there were still a lot of people that have have not died yet that are dead men walking. And um, this this thing, uh, another another long story, Jeff. I know you know about multivariable experiments and so forth. I am convinced because that was my background at IBM that that's what happened. They not only distributed deadly batches that they knew would kill people outright, they distributed a bunch of other batches that they knew would destroy people's immune systems and had all kinds of other variables in them in terms of things that they wanted to test on a, a dumbed down population of guinea pigs, and they did. And they've been accumulating all kinds of data. And uh, that was just the beginning. Yes, that's correct. That's that's verified by at least from the reports I read. I read also. Uh, I keep seeing this report that says that within three years, everybody who got a vaccination will be dead. I, yep, that's true. Uh, you know, whether it's, whether it will play out or not is, is, remains to be seen, but it is true that that is in fact what is being reported and is almost certainly the intent. Uh, one doctor is also reporting tremendous success for everyone to take a course of ivermectin to clear the blood of the spike protein and some of the other bad stuff that's there. They're also reporting that chelation therapy with EDTA is also effective at cleaning the blood. Uh, I've long advocated enzymes uh, for that purpose as well. Uh, but we're hearing that people who are taking measures at ridding themselves of the effects of the jab uh, are being successful. Yeah. So there's good news there. And, and I'll just suggest that uh, from what I know personally, it can take some time. And uh, that's uh, sadly uh, true. And along with that, though, there are, we learned, again, this past week, the list of foods came out 
that are known to be contaminated. Did you see that lengthy list? I hadn't seen the list, but it doesn't surprise me. We've been talking about it for a long time. They're literally trying to bioengineer vegetables and other things to contain the mRNA and to, to serve as a backdoor to get this crap into people who don't even know it. You know, we're getting to the point, Jeff, and this is uh, uh, Celeste Solom's point. And uh, I've interviewed her uh, in the past, and she's, of course, been on uh, uh, a number of shows and, and been talking about it for literally years at this point that um, this is a long-term plan and that they have been engineering this stuff to the point where now, unless you know who grows it and unless you know where it's coming from, even what they call organic is being perverted. Yes, they're, they're fake labeling, they're mislabeling, they're relabeling. Every, every way of committing fraud you can imagine they are doing to the food supply. It's, it's, uh, it's, yes. it's criminal. Hun- it's honey, treasonous. it's not honey. The vitamins that don't have anything in, in the vitamin uh, in there, uh, vitamins made by toxic, cheap chemical processes. So there is. There's a lot of it. Um, it it's best if you've been following uh, some more natural, traditional, nutritional pathways. Got to learn a little bit more. They are poisoning us in some surprising ways. And we still don't know if the 5G is something that we can coexist with or not. If either of you have heard something along those lines, oh yeah, I've heard it's a triggering mechanism and has other uses. I haven't heard good things about it. Uh, I, I wonder if it's solely bad or whether it has a good application as well. No, let me Any let me answer that as that unequivocally guy's... as I can, Jeff. I've been following the five G since long before. You know, as a ham, this is right down my my yep. uh, bailiwick. Right, not Mark. necessarily the medical implications, but um, slightly higher frequencies that are currently being deployed. But they're in plan uh, around sixty gigahertz for those that are a little on the nerdy side. But anyway, those are the wavelengths, very very short wavelengths, where effectively the human skin acts as a parabolic dish reflector, like a satellite dish, only much smaller because these wavelengths are smaller, and it focuses this uh, this deadly energy on cells and um, on pain receptors and so forth. So the military has known about the effects for years. It's called the pain ray, colloquially. They call it ADS or active denial systems. So when you hear some liar try to tell you, oh, we don't know what the biological effects are, or we're still, oh, it's safe and effective, don't worry about it, and if it kills you, <laughs> you'll never know what hit you. Well, they're deploying this stuff, and... Um, I would say the answer is not no, but hell no. You don't want it anywhere close to you or to anybody you love or even animals or plants that you don't want killed. This stuff is satanically evil, and um, am I I making it clear as I can? No. Uh, And and what you're talking about, Jeff, are second uh, second level effects, in other words, things that would be interactive. If you've taken the poison poke and you also are exposed to 5G, do you get the double whammy? And the answer seems to be yeah. And guess what? You're not going to hear studies published on that either because they don't want you to know. Uh, David, if you want to weigh in, go ahead. Uh, or Jeff. David, did you mute yourself? Well, it doesn't look like David. He may have, like we, we lost David. He, he may have dropped off, so go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Well, Mark, this is you know part of what we're watching as things are supposedly being disclosed, and we're watching and We know that something has to be done about our government from the Supreme Court, Congress, Senate, the judges, 
all of it needs to simply be replaced. And we, the people, are kind of standing by, and we're standing by, and we're on the phone, and we're on the Internet, and we're looking, or waiting for a call, and we frankly are just in a state of suspended animation. We're, we're, we're existing, but we're not living. We're waiting to be locked down again or to have the Internet go out for two weeks. Um, but we're like in a suspended state of... All right, well, right now we're suspended mood break. We'll pick it up in just a minute. What he said... This is the Drive Time Friday show, and we lost David Justice. I've been trying to get him back, but uh, his uh, his internet must be down fairly hard. We'll keep working on that and let him ca- connect back in if he can. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jeff, uh, we went to break, and I think you uh, I think you said during the break you're you're okay with anything on the five G. But I, I did want to point out this is just another example of of the things that they know are. You know, they blankety blank and well know. I'm going to be as kind as I can, and that's as kind as I can be about this, that they're killing people. And there's lots of money to be made, so that'll get most of the people on board with, uh, let's go ahead and just uh, deploy these things in neighborhoods. But the rest of them are thinking, you know, this is a great pain, Ray, when we really want to shut down those downtown places in San Francisco or Los Angeles or New York or anywhere where we've got this damnable pain, Ray, deployed. All we do is crank up the power, and ha-ha, we had the foresight to make sure that the power could be cranked up when we put this stuff in. So um, this is where we're at. And um, meanwhile, the secondary effects, I guess people are going to find out about that the hard way. Um, anything else, Jeff, go ahead, and then we'll uh, then we'll let you move on. Well, Mark, to just continue on with what you're saying, uh, it was said this week that supposedly the evil forces on the planet who have control of those things, they've got the their, their hands on the buttons for all those evil machines, that they said that if you give us amnesty, we won't destroy the world on our way out. Ah, I hadn't we heard that. We won't use our, our, our EMP weapons. We won't use our do, our do weapons. We won't use our climate control flooding winds. We, we won't use the things that we're doing right now if you'll give us amnesty. And I understand that that is being considered at some level in order to uh, prevent the kinds of global destruction that we're seeing with their weather machines and the DEWs primarily uh, at this time. So what do you think about that? Would you consider amnesty for these children traffickers, adrenochrome traffickers? Would you consider giving them amnesty in exchange for them not destroying the world? I I would say we should give Adolf Hitler amnesty and Pol Pot and Joseph Stalin 
and essentially all the mass murders in history. In other words, what we're saying here is, are there consequences for committing treason, for killing millions, or if you got your way, billions of people, and you got caught, oh, so sorry? Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we just let you go so you can go back to maybe Antarctica and then get ready to do it all again in a few years? That is, um, not, I guess my answer, Jeff, would be, um, as my dad used to say, it's not just no, it's hell no. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I think, remember, we, we saw that if your business was a certain size, then it was deemed that it was too big to fail. And would that therefore warrant government intervention? Lee Iacocca Chrysler, to make an example. Yeah. And it looks like now that people can be too big to sin. Too big to jail. And you can get to be such a dimension that you don't sin anymore either. This, I mean, too big to jail has been, has been one of the terms that's been used literally for, for a long time. And, and we've seen it. And, and I guess the answer again, we've seen what happens when that is allowed to persist. Um, it's the same thing that, that brings these people in. Oh, they're here. They've invaded the country. They've, 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 you know, they've, they've reached up to their cells. They're all armed. Let's just give them amnesty too. Uh, why don't we give them San Francisco, Jeff? It's already a hellhole. Oh, wait a minute. They've already taken San Francisco. Um, you know, that's the kind of thing we're talking about, unfortunately. I think that we should tell them, of course we're going to give you amnesty. Oh, oh, yes, you're very important to the workings of the world. However, to keep you safe from the people on the street that want you dead right now, we're going to put you over here. We're going to put you here. It's a little island. We're going to put you here for right now just to keep you safe until this whole thing blows over a little bit. And we get their buttons, we get all the things out of their hands, make sure they don't have the buttons anymore, and then we say, oh, listen, <laughs> we're going to kill you now. Guess what? We lied. No amnesty. Huh? Okay. Well, Lie to them. Yeah. Oh, I, yes. oh yeah, you're going to have amnesty, and then kill them afterwards. And you know what? We learned your lesson. We lied. Yeah. If it involves children, that's the difference. If you stole some worthless money, if you played Monopoly according to the, you made up your, you cheated, you handed somebody under the table, okay. But if you harmed the kids, you're out of here as far as I'm concerned. That's the line. If you are inhumane to humans, you're out of here. And that no amnesty for those people. And if you want to say, oh, sure, yeah, you can have all the amnesty you want, but come with us. And then kill them. <laughs> okay. Well, we can make sure we, this is trust, but verify. Here we are. That's all I have to say. And, and I don't know how, if we don't, if we just go ahead and make another deal, do you think they're going to stop eating children? We know the answer. That's, that's the I point, don't. I guess. Yeah, I don't think any of us do. And so we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice when we catch them. They determine their fate. We have nothing to do with the matter. It's called sowing and reaping. To come back to my favorite law, <laughs> you did it, not us. When you chose this, you knew. You knew. <clears throat> and so I, I think at some point, and David and I continue to, you know, at some point awareness has to break through, and we have to say, you know what? I don't want to live here in Oz anymore. Yeah, I know I get up at noon and go to work by one, but I don't like this small, small life I'm living. 
feels like I'm only one foot tall. I don't want to be a munchkin anymore. <laughs> I don't care if the government pays for it. I don't care if the insurance pays for it. I don't care if it's free. I don't care if they give me a donut or ice cream or a $50 Costco coupon. And we have to have awareness that we you're given a gift called life. We better live it. Starting real soon or God's people are gone. Mark, if we don't win this last war of freedom or another war of freedom, who will? That's why they want to eliminate the, the, the white rebellious creative genes out of the population. We're the only ones who would resist. Well, so it doesn't sound, but that, that's just the nature. It's, we have to fight. It's, it's a bit of history. I mean, seriously. Someone's going to come try to steal your stuff in the winter. And you better be strong enough to protect it. And that's life. And that's just how it is. And America is going to learn lessons real fast if we don't get ahead of this curve that's coming. We've got enemy combatants sequestered, domiciled behind enemy lines. There's no border. It's just enemy lines. And the fact that they've been trafficked in here by our own government does not bode well for us. That 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 part is true, and that's that's consistent with what we've been seeing and what we've been saying. Um, all right. Well, Jeff, I know you had another story you wanted to go to. Why don't you uh, Why don't you take us in that direction? We still don't see any sign of uh, of okay. David yet. All right. Well, listen. We were talking about we were talking about the Peter and Paul controversy where where uh, uh, Paul was giving Peter grief because he withdrew from the common meal. Wait a second, you and lost me. And I was kind of wondering, what would happen if Jesus was following along with Peter, unbeknownst, and they sat down to eat, and the meal wasn't kosher? What would Jesus do? Well, kosher probably isn't a term that would have been used in those days. He would have said that it was a violation, and it's not food. It's it's not according. And we know the answer to that because in Acts ten. And by the way, it took me a second to catch up with you there. That was quite a shift. But um, ultimately, uh, when in in Acts ten, you know, you'll hear this quoted by the whole church. Oh well, Peter's dream says it's okay. Well, no, that's not what Peter's dream says. Read the whole story. But the point is, Peter himself says, Kepha actually, he says, Hey, not so, Lord, and on all. All my life, I've never eaten any of this stuff. I've never eaten anything that's unclean that your word says don't eat. And you got to ask, hey, if Yeshua changed the law, if he told him it's okay now, now that I'm dead, you can you can celebrate with a ham sandwich. Forget the wine, and uh, then why would Peter not have known it? He didn't get the memo. So I, you know, the point is clear. This is another one of those examples where if people would just read the book, they'll find out that they have inherited lies, just like we were warned. Uh, go ahead. No, so I'm just saying that Jesus would have gotten the same criticism from Paul that Peter did. Because Jesus would not have bent the knee for the sake of some new religion Paul was trying to start. Well, yeah, I'd phrase it a bit differently. it, it, It was adherence to that law, which Paul is so willingly going to toss away for the sake of grace, that uh, Paul is going to, uh, if you will, change uh, a, a factor that made Jesus worthy of being a Messiah. 
Paul wants to do away with the law that made the Lamb of God worthy to be slain. Okay. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, that's part of the reason why I try to use the term Yeshua to distinguish, and and I guess Paul the same way. Are we talking about the Paul that served his master and knew that um, you know he wasn't going to change anything, or uh, a, a Paul that did create a whole new religion? And uh, it's it's confusing to people if um, if they don't see consistency. And one thing's for sure: there's no consistency in what's being taught in the Sun God Day School for sure. And that's a point David commonly makes. I'll make it in his absence for him that we're not being taught properly. Why don't our teachers teach us uh, these finer points uh, and have us study this? Uh, a quote in the news this week today said, this is from David Icke. He said, you will never view the Bible again in the same light after new revelations. And I wondered about that. I, I'm not what do you think that about one. that? What, what what could that mean? I, I uh, yeah, David Icke is not a guy that I would say is a is a big proponent of scripture. So I, I'd need the context. I didn't see the story. Well, and again, it refers back to some other things that uh, again this past week, uh, April and I really enjoy studying uh, the historical aspects of of scripture. We're looking back at. Uh, we just got a new copy of the of, of, of Enoch and it's a whole study compendium. We're enjoying uh, reading, but it, it says that in the Bible that there were Elohim. Well, that and word just means mighty now, one. Now I have questions in my mind about the the Elohim and the role of them then and more so now. Are, are we to expect a return uh, of the Elohim? I don't know. These are just things that are in the news this week. And I'm just trying to wonder, you know, what kind of stuff could this be referring to? Okay, that one's relatively straightforward. The word Elohim is kind of like the word Baal or Lord. It can be used and was occasionally when it was referring to a title to refer to the Almighty. Uh, he is Lord, and uh, you know I, I have a problem with the people that replace his name with capital L-O-R-D and don't understand the distinction. The same is true of Elohim. So Elohim just means mighty ones in most renderings, but it is also, and in English it's capitalized, but you don't see that in the Hebrew, so it's hard to tell. You have to look at context. Uh, he is Elohim. He is the one true, even though Elohim is plural. But Elohim is also used routinely to refer to the mighty ones of old, men of renown. We see them in Genesis 6 and so forth. So, uh, again, this is part of the idea. If we don't understand the meaning of words, they can be confusing in the wrong context. Yeah, I, I heard, uh, I think it was Paul uh, Wallace talk about a good way to think of Elohim is royalty. Well, it, no, it just means Lord. It can, it can be. It, 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 I mean, and Lord is a term that's used in it, it feudalism. It can be singular. It can be plural. Unless it's referring to the one true Elohim, it's always plural. Elohim is plural in the, in the Hebrew in general because it ends in the 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 im uh, suffix. And we learn that roughly in seven to eight hundred uh, BC that the Hebrews rewrote their scripture to have it fit into a singular representation of the Elohim into the one God uh, of scripture, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And the Bible doesn't actually teach that. 
You lost me there. I'm not so sure. So I'm, I'm wondering to. again uh, that will history reveal some factors regarding Elohim, Eloha? I I'm not going to be content to serve an Elohim level God. I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in a jealous God. I'm not even interested in serving a God that delights in sacrifice. How childish. I want a better God than that. In fact, the Bible may not describe my God any longer. That's hard, but I'm learning that. It may not, from what we can gather from the way that the Jews changed it, the Hebrew scholars changed it, the way that the Christians changed it, Schofield changed it, uh, King James, and what are we holding in our hands these days? It looks like it's been carefully crafted. That's all. I'm just, I'm just where, where we are right now. That's, that's where we can be in our point of disclosure to where I don't think we can say that we know anything any longer. Uh, well, I, I would disagree respectfully on that score. I think we can know a lot. And what we have to do, of course, is study to show ourselves approved. Uh, there are a lot of things in the Torah and we, we've gone way astray from study the Study what? Well, a lot what of things are we in the study. A lot of things in the Torah, basically. What are we going to study? I was trying to answer the question. A lot of things. Why? In the, there, Why? There, there, Jeff, let me finish. There are a lot of things in the Torah that essentially have a level of coding that speaks to me as an engineer that says these things are literally divinely inspired, and we can see that in the mathematics. Now, that's a little bit on the nerdy side, but um, it's, it is true that there are some specifics about things in some of these texts that are so amazing that they could not have been done by chance and that they do speak of a divine origin. So that's my I answer think to your question. That, I think the reason that scripture or the word or, or the intention from God, I think the reason that it's written on our heart is because we bring our heart to our mental activities and the Bible that we hold in our hands is the one that we hold in our heart first. People who read the Bible resonate with it on certain aspects according to who they are, not according to what the Bible is. We don't see the Bible or God the way God is. No, we are taught to see God or the Bible the way we are, but we're deceived about that. All right. Well. And so, uh, again, we're at, we're at a point of, of newness. We're at a point of, of rebuilding. We're at a point of trying to raise something up from the ashes of yesterday as we seeing it burnt down and destroyed all around us. As we walk back over to along with Nehemiah and we're going to rebuild the walls of God's kingdom, how much from the past do we carry? How much from the rubble do we put in the wheelbarrow to bring it to the new construction site? I don't know. What do you think? Okay. Well, like I said, I, I think, in fact, if we are willing to study to show ourselves approved, we can discern uh, what, in fact, is as written and what has been changed. But um, uh, that's uh, that's probably a, a discussion for another day. Um, we don't have David yet online. Um, let's Anything else in the way of uh, of specifics in the news that we want to talk about before we run out of time today? 
How about Korea? Korea? Uh, Korea is super hot right now. Uh, we understand that, uh, I can't really unwind the story between Korea and, uh, something rockets or nuclear up there and the fact that at Ellsworth Air Force Base, we're missing a B-1 bomber. Okay. Or I hadn't heard somebody, any of this. Uh, you know, it, it's, where, where, what are your sources on that? Go I mean, ahead. That's inter- it's interesting stuff, but what are your sources on that? I, I haven't heard a word about any of that. Uh, I got that from Canadian Prepper this morning. Uh, he also reported that the Hooties fired on ships in the Red Sea again yesterday, uh, pushing the gas pedal down uh, over there. Uh, okay. There was an attack on Crimea also, and Putin said he's not going to put up with it. Okay, that part doesn't surprise me, but I hadn't seen that as well from this morning. So, um, you know, there's I've some got things... one more. It says Bill Clinton. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, there was one Bill more thing. Bill Clinton. Well, we got the long lag, and it's causing us both to step on each other. The the other element from the news this week, and I know you are aware of this, was the um, uh, the attacks that happened in Beirut and that happened in, um, as it turns out, in Damascus and um, in in other places that it seemed to be expanding the theater of war. We'll see whether or not uh, Hezbollah takes the bait and uh, and it gets extended otherwise. But it certainly looks like there's an attempt to uh, to make World War Three go beyond even the boundaries we've already seen. All right, go ahead with your uh, your other story related. I think we're supposed to hear that Damascus is no more. Eventually, yeah. Clinton said, uh, I did not have sex with that woman or those kids. He expanded <laughs> his previous statement. Okay, well, that's uh, that's not surprising. Uh, and uh, I thought it was kind of funny that the, uh, the Daily Mail this week was essentially uh, – pushing the line about all the Epstein stuff and saying, oh, look, look at all these other people that were named. And they had whole lists of people in Hollywood and other places. And, of course, Trump is on the list, even though the evidence that came out says that uh, the only reason those names are in there is because they were asked about these people. And the answer was, nope, never saw them. So that's how the game is played when it comes to propaganda. We'll throw out a whole list of names, and you're supposed to think, oh, look, Donald Trump's on the list. All these people are on the list. They are bad. Whereas, in fact, uh, they weren't there multiple times riding Lolita Express and, um, you know, with women on each arm and little girls here and there and participating and covering up like uh, the rapist president and so many others were. Uh, Prince Andrew seems to be in a whole world of hurt, too. Um, you know, even even the crooked king is the saying, oh, we, we got to get we got a shed of this guy. Go ahead, Jeff. About a minute and a half left. No, I heard it. And I, the, the news is that Trump's not on those lists. He is in uh, the. He, in fact, somebody said he's the only one. He's the only one who offered to help any of the victims. He's well, the only one who wanted to set up a fund quietly to help any of the uh, any of Epstein's victims that have been really, you know. Um, and so he's not on the list. Well, the list. Uh, in fact, he was on an Epstein early from his club in Miami, and he, you know, didn't, you know, when you're in New York and you're Trump, you got to act like, you know, so when people show up at a party, you happen to be there. You can't, you know what I mean? And so just because you tolerated certain people in social situations, they're twisting this, but Trump's clean. That's my point. The Miami DA said he was the only one, he was the only one that offered testimony against 
Epstein, the only one, the DA says. So if people want to look into this, they need to. But the guy's clean. I'm not I'm not giving him a pass. He's got blood on his hands from the vaccine, and the military are going to hold his feet to the fire about it. They're not going to forgive him for that. They're mad. Uh, and so that's not over. But, again, he's not uh, he's not guilty of this. That, so that's, that's essentially my point, I don't know Jeff. if he's giddy, and I don't know what he is, but I know he's better than anybody I've seen in that office, and we should recognize that, that the world was just a better place when Donald Trump was the president of the United States of America, and pretty much everybody in the world knows that. <clears throat> okay, yeah, we, so we, we, we are. I, we think, were, I think it, we're doubling. <laughs> we are, that's all I got. We're doubling a lot, but... Uh, Anyway, we're at the break, too. So, hey, thanks, Jeff, and uh, thanks, folks. Uh, Shabbat shalom. God bless everybody. Well-